let only that little be left of me wherever I may name thee my all. Let only that little be left of my will whereby I may feel thee on every side and come to thee in everything and offer to thee my love every moment. Let only that little be left of me whereby I may never hide thee. Let only that little of my fetters be left whereby I am bound with thy will, and thy purpose is carried out in my life, and that is the fetter of thy love. Good evening, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. It's almost 10 p.m. And uh, I don't think I'm going to be here very long, but... Uh, Maybe a couple of things that I wanted to chip in before the day was done. And so I guess, well, the main reason why, well, the only reason why I didn't get to record anything today, I actually never left the house. So we had rain anyway, number one, but not the whole day, so I could have gone out, of course. But we had... Um, she had a party, she had a meal, she invited her interns uh, to come, so there were eight of us, so I kind of cooked that uh, that meal, and that basically took me about five hours, plus what I did yesterday, but it was very enjoyable, so I had the bread, I had the marinated uh, chicken, the roasted uh, sweet potato, peppers, made guacamole, I made a pico de gallo, I made kind of a sour cream, kind of a Deal, kind of a topping for the burrito, some black bean with cumin, basmati rice, shredded lettuce. I didn't get the cheese. I had some cheese, but I didn't get it out. And uh, I forgot what else, but it was very nice. Plus, I made a vichyssoise, which is a leek potato uh, cream. That really, people really like that one. And I made a black bean brownie. Uh, and then, uh, of course, a whole wheat, whole grain bread. Uh, and then Peter made a salad with some salmon she'd made. And then uh, she had some cheese, some uh, mussels, and uh, some fruit. Anyway, so, and those guys arrived around between one thirty and 2, I think. And they left between 6 and 7. So, anyway, it was kind of, like I say, kind of polite. People, you know, very comfortable. So, you know, obviously, she's their boss, and... Yeah, they were very, very lively. So, looked look like a very nice bunch. I met another bunch of interns. <sighs> I don't remember when. In Sevilla, with her, went to a cafe and met them. And again, anyway, she seemed to really... Anyway, not surprising. So anyway, that was uh, that was nice. Oh, and of course I made tortillas, because they were kind of like burritos, basically. And we made the mistake of not covering each one as I made them, so they dried. And some were a little brittle. Anyway, but that's not really why I wanted to chat. You know, this idea of belief, or inception of a belief... Of course, I'm stealing that word from the movie. I have no idea what actually the true definition of inception is, but I think it's kind of the, the you know the genesis of something. 
but I like the idea of the the genesis of a belief and uh, I just watch I think it's called the Hummingbird Project with Jesse Heisenberg and uh, actually Salma Hayek looked very hot actually in there um, I'm not sure how much it, if it's real or what the thing kind of looked like a novel though but regardless just kind of this you know, emphasis on the doing, on the goal, and having that drive your life. And, uh, of course, to me it's not a matter of choice, or it's not because of through philosophy I'm seeing weakness in it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I can't use that as an engine to go forward. And, uh, at the same time, I do need an engine to go forward. I think that's kind of, I think it's almost inevitable in life. In order to have hope, you know, there's got to be something that pulls you, even more in times of trials and tribulation. And of course, for me, you most likely know by now, you know the belief that if I'm here, there is a reason, there are no accidents. You know, there is meaning and purpose that can be derived out of anything so basically kind of the game is over the fact that I am answers all of that then it's gonna be about me to be the best version of me that I can to actualize this imperfect perception of who I am you know whatever I feel wherever I'm at to honor that and of course, at the same time, to to discern. Obviously, I don't behave with everybody the same way. And, you know, even though at time I get close to the precipice, to still remain aware of that. That at time, you know, it's sweet and at time it's bitter. At time it's easy and at time it's very hard. Or painful but it is always purposeful it's always moving forward you know thinking about the coming spring I mean it is pretty clear you know I, I, I really don't see myself staying here so that I'm going to be moving forward and, and being like um, I don't really even know where I'm going you know, the idea of going toward Italy, maybe Greece and Turkey, but, you know, but then I'm like, who cares? It's like it's enough to get me started. Why do I need to know so much more? Con antelation, you know, ahead of time. Why do I need that? I don't. Enough to get it started and then trust. At times, you know, you are on mountain peaks and you can see miles ahead. And at times you are in the trenches and moving one foot, one meter is a hassle. But in both cases, you move forward, you keep going. You just require different effort. The condition changes, but it's still life. And, and more and more the importance of accepting, accepting it not resisting, being okay with what is. 
and then giving your best response. That's a line that's congruent with who you are and that's the most pragmatic to the situation that's in front of you and not being concerned about what it should turn out like at the end because there is more to it than just you. You're just one cog. But be the best cog you can be. And it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. It doesn't matter whether it feels like you're doing more than everybody else. Anyway, but I'm fading now. It's late for me. And I have not taken a nap. So, um... But it was nice, uh, obviously, you know, Pilar was quite happy. People were quite happy with the food. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was I'm, I'm glad I was able to, you know, do that for her, of course, you know. She provided the home, the kitchen, she bought the food, you know. <laughs> but it's... Uh, I'm glad that I was that kind of piece in that puzzle... And uh, that she enjoyed it. So that makes me happy. So I will be making her some croquettes. Which she loves those. It's uh, kind of a bechamel figure. So you add a little more flour. And then it's more shrimp. And then, then you can put breadcrumbs. And then you you deep fry it. So I'm going to make a dough for her. Both she also likes to just eat the dough itself. But anyway, that's, that's kind of the one more thing. We do have a few leftovers, and uh, a funny story, the, the, all the dishes were laid in the living room on a low table, on the coffee table, and Ron starting to eat some chicken. <laughs> I caught him, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? Anyway, kind of funny, little side story here about Ron. Anyway, a very sweet dog. Uh, but yeah, we have uh, some leftovers. And uh, so I'll be eating that for the next two or three days. We'll see tomorrow. I don't think it's supposed to rain, but uh, I do plan to keep going on the hedges. I did some yesterday. So I actually did a pretty good chunk, actually. Uh, I have uh, one more. Well, actually, I technically have two walls, a big one and one less, but I have done one out of four sides, one of the smaller ones, so, but that's no scaffolding, anyway, regardless, it'll be what it will be, so, but, you know, there is a possibility that I may, may be here until possibly the weekend, and then Monday or Tuesday, I'm not sure now, we'll see what happens tomorrow, it's not as cold as uh, yesterday, the rain definitely made it warmer, anyway, so just wanted to share that. When I was on a throne, um, I was kind of thinking about that. And uh, and also realizing, you know, sometimes changes for me. There is, you know, that moment of hesitation. But it's never a deterrent to the change. It never stops it. It just kind of makes you <laughs> kind of being on a diving board and kind of maybe taking a step back, but you're going to jump. So it's not a threat. It's not really an obstacle. It seems to be part of that process. And of course, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a big change for me. 
because I'm going to be leaving that. I'm going to be leaving Pilar, I'm going to be leaving Spain. And uh, I'll be back with nothing. Kind of like when I came in uh, in France, you know, with Mathieu, after Mathieu. Uh, but even when I was working with him, because he was going to go back to California, and I wasn't going back to the States, so. But obviously until we split, I didn't have that sense. So, definitely going to be a more intense loneliness coming up and I haven't, I mean I felt lonely but it's gonna be a little more but it'll be fine it'll be perfect and nothing is gonna come my way that I can't handle that's another belief that I am because I'm still standing and a lot of shit has happened so, you know push come to shove, I'm still here Anyway, I'm fading. Peace and love, guys. The disruption of the outward movement at a time when it is not meant to be happening can also potentially bring forth an early spiritual awakening to a person. Ultimately, nothing happens that is not meant to happen, which is to say, nothing happens that is not part of the greater whole and its purpose. Thus, destruction or disruption of outer purpose can lead to finding your inner purpose and subsequently the arising of a deeper outer purpose that is aligned with the inner. Children who have suffered greatly often grow into young adults who are mature beyond their years.